for Bush Memorial Stadium as the St. Louis Cardinals try to make a team. On the dugout show, Bill White of the Philadelphia Phillies. Bill, uh, it's been a tough year. Well, I think it's tough. I've been lucky to play uh, now close to 100 ball games. I think when the season started, they didn't feel that the least team lost. So that I wouldn't be able to play uh, a game at all. So uh, we worked fairly hard in spring training, and we watched that dive uh, pretty much. And uh, now I'm in uh, pretty good shape, and we've played now maybe 10 or 12 games in a row. And I feel real good. You know, I watched you go up from about 185 in batting average to 260, which is a respectable average. Well, I don't know if it's respectable now, but I, you watched that a long time. It was about seven years here when I started out around 100 and maybe end up at, uh, at 300. But that's uh, been the way I have played uh, all through my baseball career, at least in majors. And uh, I have been very fortunate uh, this year, I think, because when I, when I really uh, pulled the uh, tendon the second time, I thought that uh, that was it as far as baseball was concerned. But uh, luckily, Dr. Middleman was down there. He looked at it, and he encouraged me. And uh, Bowman, uh, Doc uh, Bowman, on uh, your medical staff here, did a real good job of uh, helping our trainer with it. And uh, now I've been able to play and uh, just a little limp. And uh, the muscle is becoming uh, more strong each day, and I feel real good. Well, this is almost like uh, maybe uh, adding another year to your career, Bill, because you haven't played that much. Well, I don't know if it's going to add a year or detract a year because nobody wants uh, a first baseman who can't uh, move quickly, and I, I still don't have the quickness that I had before. And uh, I, I hope to be able to play at least uh, one more year. I think uh, it comes to a point where you've got to quit, and I've never really wanted to play too much past 35, and uh, I'm getting pretty close to that age now. Bill, uh, to look back, when I first saw you when the season started, and I not even to talk about spring training, and to look at your move now, though, you've come such a long way. Well, we have. Uh, like I say, every time I come in here, I, I talk to uh, Bowman and me. Uh, uh, well, yesterday, now for the first time, I started wearing regular shoes. I've been wearing uh, shoes with uh, maybe a three-quarter of an inch lift in the heel. And uh, yesterday, I talked to my trainer, Joe Lishio, who is, he, he spent 12 hours a day with me uh, just about every day this season. And he controls Bowman, and we asked Bowman if it would be all right to wear the regular heel. So for the first time this year, I didn't wear the regular heel, and just sat down and looked at Because uh, with the uh, three-quarters uh, length heel, I had to lift just a little bit. The Cardinals fooled you this year? Well, they didn't fool me. I, I think any club that would be uh, this far out of the National League would fool you in, in that case. But we saw them in spring training, and we knew they had a good club. Uh, Roger Maris has always been a quality ball player. Orlando Cepeda has always been an all-star over here. And you, you add these two people to uh, Kurt Flood and to Bob Gibson and to Julian Javier and uh, the people of Lou Brock. We can't forget him because he kept you working with the first part of the season. You, you add two quality ball players to a lineup like that, and you're going to go somewhere. The pitching did fool me. Bill, uh, you're going to be facing uh, Bob Gibson now in a couple of minutes. Uh, what are you looking for, a change of pace? No, Bob's going to be throwing fastballs, and I'm afraid they're going to be inside because he, he's watched me over seven or eight years, and he knows what I don't like. And uh, we spent quite a few uh, years together here. I, I suppose on the Cardinals, Bob and I are probably as close as anybody. And uh, so he knows me. And the ball will be uh, sliders inside and fastballs inside, and maybe one at my head. I don't know. Good <laughs> flood, one of your ex-teammates. Yeah. Bill, um... You're still making a home in St. Louis. Uh, we live in the pair. Uh, yes, we, we, we'll we be here this winter. You're going to move? I'd like to move to Philadelphia. But, uh, Why? Well, I uh, the city is uh, not the city that you see on the surface. 
I've enjoyed it. My kids have enjoyed it. They, they, we spent last summer there, and uh, they got to see very much history here they, in Philadelphia, the uh, Independence Hall. And uh, Betsy Ross's house, my old boy is four years old. He knows uh, American history already. And we're going to live 40 miles outside of the city. And we got him down Atlantic City, and they like that. They got him to New York, and they like that. So we're going to try to East Coast go well. Well, wherever you go, uh, you've been great here, Bill. And uh, I'm sure that if everybody could speak to you, as I have an opportunity to now, they would say to you, many, many more years and much continued success. You've been a real credit to this game. Thank you, Harry, and good luck to the Cardinals. And uh, I know if they get in this thing, it isn't over yet, but I know they'll uh, win for the National I think they might have a chance to win. <laughs> well, I hope they'll win the series. I'm not talking about this thing. Okay, Bill White will be back in one moment. Actually, you start to become a blue chip company the day you make up your mind that you're going to try harder to give your customers more. Attitude makes the difference. And what better expresses community federal's attitude than the church sleeve field? That down-to-earth, down-to-work way of going. Isn't this the real reason why Community Federal has grown to be the largest federally chartered savings and loan association in the state of Missouri? The day we took off our coats is the day we started to become the blue chip of the savings business. Now two offices and 5,000 branches the mailboxes to serve you. Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser, Michelob, and Bush. When you're due for a beer, Bush does it. Gives all the satisfaction a cold glass of beer can give you. Bush brews the way beer was meant to be brewed. You can't say beer better. And by First National Bank in St. Louis. The full-service bank, here first of all to serve you. And by Sunray DX Oil Company and your DX dealer, who prove to you why Sunray DX is the oil company known by the customers we keep. Now it's time for St. Louis Cardinals Baseball. The Cardinals play the Philadelphia Phillies here at Bush Stadium. And after tonight, only five home games remain. Good evening, everyone. We're at the ballpark once more for the second game of the Philadelphia series. Cardinals won the opener last night, and they're 9-4 and four against Philadelphia for the year. Three ball games remain to be played in Philadelphia between these two clubs. And they'll be wrapping up this series here tomorrow night. It's a very comfortable evening at the ballpark. A bit more breezy than it has been as of late, and the breeze is blowing directly in from center field, but will not affect the play very much. Harry Carey and Jack Buck on hand with the play-by-play, and two right-handers will go at it. Rick Wise, the pitcher for the Phillies. His record is nine and ten. He's one and one against the Cardinals this year. The Cardinals this year is Bob Gibson. He's making his second appearance. He's coming off the disabled list, and his first appearance at all since sustaining that broken leg against the Pirates. 
A lot of other baseball being played this evening. A lot of things to keep you up to date on. Right now, Charlie Jones, the public address announcer, is giving the lineup to the crowd. And we have a crowd of about, oh, 16,000 paid and about 3,000 youngsters. And now Bob Gibson is about to be announced as the starting pitcher here this evening. We'll see what the reaction is. And the crowd is glad to have Bob Gibson back in the pitching rotation. This broadcast is authorized under right center by the St. Louis National Baseball Club solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, or other use of the description and accounts of this game without the express consent of the St. Louis National Baseball Club. This is the Cardinals Baseball Network. 8 o'clock, KMOX, KMOX FM, St. Louis. Enjoy summer more. Get rid of all bugs with Camasite Bug Killer. Up to eight times more killing power. Non-toxic to humans and pets. Camasite, a St. Louis product. It's 73 degrees. Here are the lineups for the ballgame. The visiting Philadelphia Phillies. At Cookie Rojas at second base leading off. Tony Taylor at third. And Johnny Callison in right field. Tony Gonzalez is playing left and batting fourth. Johnny Briggs in center. Bill White is at first base. Clay Dalrymple is the catcher. A lot of left-handed batters in their lineup tonight. Bobby Wine at shortstop. And Rick Wise on the mound for the Phillies. Rojas, Taylor, and Collison. Gonzalez, Briggs, and White. Dalrymple, Wine, and Wise. Nine and ten is the right-handers record. The Cardinals have Lou Brock in left. Bob Tolan in center field. Roger Maris is in right. Orlando Cepeda at first. And Tim McCarver catching. Phil Gagliano at third. Julian Javier at second base. Dal Maxwell at short. And Bob Gibson 11 and 6 on the mound. They're anxious to start this game. We have to give you the lineups in quite a hurry. The ball game about to start. And here for the play-by-play -play is Harry Carrick. Thank you very much, Jack. Hello again, everybody. It's, here's the first pitch of the ball game. Fastball in there, a strike call. And Bob Gibson really fired that one. McCarver the catcher, Gagliano at third, Maxwell at short, Javier at second, Cepeda at first. Brock and left, Tolan and center, Maris and right, the pitch. Slider a little bit outside. The count is even the ball in the strike. Nobody on and nobody out. Rojas, Cookie. Cookie Rojas with three homers and 40 RBI. 
Bob Gibson delivers. Here it is. High pop foul. Out of play into the stand. A half moon shines. Over Bush Memorial Stadium. The Cardinals' magic number is eight. Into the windup, the pitch. Ground ball, Maxie to his left, up and throwing. He's out, one away. Daryl Maxville moving to his left. Boy, that little guy. I tell you, he's probably the most underrated man in baseball. You know, we got so many named stars on this ball. Probably you never even think about Maxie, except when the ball's hit towards him. Or when he comes to bat, when it requires a hit or a butt, which he produces. Most underrated little shortstop. One out. Tony Taylor to bat it. Hitting 250. A winder by Gibson, the pitch. Oh, <laughs> strike call. I got an idea Gibson wants to make up in a couple of weeks what he missed in two months. One strike, no balls. One out and nobody on. Bob Gibson facing Tony Taylor. Here's the pitch. Lined into the right field corner. Strike two. Two strikes and no balls. Cleveland, three. White Sox, nothing. But the White Sox are batting a long time in the sixth. And they've changed pitchers for Cleveland. Over. First game of a night doubleheader. Twins are losing at Washington. Here's the pitch. Slice foul back and out of play. Two strikes, no ball. One out and nobody on. White Sox got two. And Cleveland leads three to two at the end of six. Tony Taylor digging in from Havana, Cuba. Here's the windup, the pitch. A little tap. He's going to beat it out if it stays fair, but it goes foul. Two strikes, no ball. Beta Pinson homers with a man on the second for the Reds, who now lead the Pirates 6-1 to at the end of two. Henry Aaron hit his 36th to tie up Jim Wynn. However, the Mets lead at Atlanta 3-1 to in the bottom of the fourth. Swoboda hit one with one off for the Mets. Two strikes, no balls, one out and nobody on. Here's the windup, the pitch. And it's high. Two strikes and a ball, one out. Jim Lonberg, shooting for his 20th victory of the year, has a one to nothing lead at the end of six over Catfish Hunter. Reggie Smith homer, here's the pitch high. Two balls, two strikes. One out. Ball game in the first. No score. Delightfully cool evening. The crowd about 20,000. Now the signal given. Here's the pitch. High fly, right center, Bobby Tolan dashing back. He's got it. Two out. Brock is playing left. Tolan's in center, Maris in right. Here's Johnny Callison hitting 265. The pitch. 
It's a curve and a strike call. Boy, Gibson looks shot. Eddie Mesher and Bob Blaze bringing the notes up from the people from out of town. One strike, no ball, go flip. And it's a curveball outside. The counters even to the ball with a strike with two outs. Johnny Callison, 13 homers, 63 RBIs, and hitting 266. People are here from the town. I can't pronounce the, the name of. There's a line shot, base hit, right center. Maris going over on the second half. Callison stops at first. They're here from Arkansas City, Kansas. Or, or Kansas City, Kansas. Or Arkansas City, Kansas. Anyway, they're from Kansas. They're also here from Kirkwood. Kirkwood nine, almost a thousand people are here. Here's Tony Gonzalez, left-handed hitter, second to Clemente in the fight for the batting championship. Gonzalez hitting 342. Clemente hitting 350. First pitch is inside. Are they kidding? There's a couple here celebrating their 60th wedding anniversary that got that's got to be a mistake nobody could be married 60 years here's the pitch slump high hopper moxie's gonna have to hustle boy there was a close play maxfield on a high hopper threw out gonzalez no runs one hit no errors one left we're going to the bottom of the first no score hello this is bob richards they say Americans are the hardest working people on earth, and they're probably right. But in a way, all that hard work can make us soft. We may eat haphazardly and not get enough of the right kind of exercise. So if you have just enough energy to run for the bus in the morning, take a tip from me. Begin your day with a 10-minute workout and a bowl of wheat. You'll be off to a better start. You'll get the exercise you need and the kind of energy you need to start the day. You see, there's a kernel full of whole wheat energy in every Wheaties flake. You get protein, wheat germs, vitamins, and iron, plus energy to burn. It's a great way to start the day. Wheaties, breakfast of champions. Lou Brock. 
Ah, the windup, and here's the pitch. Rick Wise, his curveball is low, ball one. The Phillies have Tony Taylor at third, Bobby Wine at short, Cookie Rojas at second, Bill White at first, Dal Rimple the catcher, Wise the pitcher. Here's the delivery. Bobby hit the middle base hit. And Lou is on there. Lou Brown singles the center. That's his 15th game in a row that he has hit safely in. Ross now has 186 hits. He's only 14 away from the coveted 200 hits a year that everybody shoots for. Here's Bobby Tolan, left-handed hitter, hitting 251. Rick Wise gets ready. Throw to first, the runner back. the stretch. Here's the pitch. There goes Brock. Swung. Ground ball. White's only play first base. Boy, I wish Bobby hadn't swung at that one. Because Brock had a tremendous jump, but he did. He'd have made it easily. In only one year has Brock ever had 200 hits previously. That was in 1964. And he had 200 right on the nose as he found at 315. Here's Myers. A runner in scoring position with a one out. Now the signal given. Rick Wise is pitch. Fastball outside. One ball, no strike. Wise wears glasses. Wise is 1-9, lost 10. The pit, there goes Brock. Here's the ground ball up the middle base hit. Brock's going to score. Brock was shooting for third base on that one. And when Meyer single to center, he scores standing up. One to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. Trying to reduce the magic number to seven. quite obvious that the Cardinals either going to clinch the pennant in Philadelphia next week or are going to clinch it here. In a series starting one week from Thursday night against the Braves, September the 21, 22, 23, and 24. So Lee will be on the road in Philadelphia or here in St. Louis. Here's Cepeda, one to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. Maris gets back to first as the toss is over there. Raj just drove in his 51st run of the year. Now the pitch. It's a strike at the knees. Rick Wise really fired one. They're here from St. Am Ambrose Church tonight and from uh, Collierville, Tennessee. One strike, no walls, one run in, one out. Runner at first. Maris, the pick. Strike! A good fastball, boy. He buzzed that ball by. 
honeymooners are here. Jackie Gleason. No. From Columbia, Missouri. The daughter of one of the Baltimore scouts, Byron Humphrey. Here's the stretch. The pitch. Inside. They're here from St. James, Missouri. There's a rooster here. She'll be 84, and Mr. Rooster will be 87. They're celebrating their 20, 60th anniversary also on the 29th of this month. Two strikes and a ball. He struck him out. Cepeda goes down swinging. And that'll bring him McIver. Batting 305. There's a Mr. Rooster and a Mrs. Rooster celebrating a 60th wedding anniversary. McCarver batting 305. Out of stretch. The pitch. High pop foul back and out of play. Strike one. Former Missouri University All-American and big insurance man now, Jim Kecker, is watching the ball game. McCarver with 13 homers, 62 RBI, batting 305. Rick Wise gets up. Maris edging off first base. Now the stretch. The pitch. Outside. That evens in the ball and the strike. Crowd about 20,000, I would say. On a cool night. gentleman named Ed Scorn is now 95 years old, celebrating by attending the game. One ball, one strike. Low and inside. 95. Boy, you can't beat them. Living a wholesome life. Two balls, one strike. One to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. Two men are out. Maris at first. McCarver wins. The pitch. Curve below. Ball three. Gagliano will be up there next. Boy, that Gagliano, considering you're getting close to a World Series. When you make a major change in your lineup that's rather significant. Bill's getting a lot of chances to play. Three balls, one strike. 
Here's the bet. Strike is called. Good curveball, three and two. And now Maris will be going with a pitch. Three balls, two strikes. Signal given. Rick Wise is ready. Now the pitch. High pop foul back. Being chased out of play into the stand. Signal given. Maris will be going with the pitch. Two out. One to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. Rick Wise is set. There goes the runner. Here's the pitch. Now ball up the middle, but Rojas has got it over the first in time. Summer Carver rolled to Rojas. One run. Two hits. No errors. One left. At the end of one, the Cardinals won, the Phillies nothing. Bert Campanaris just homered for Kansas City to tie up the Red Sox 1-1. You know, that meeting in the commissioner's office was supposed to produce an announcement this evening. We'll check our KMOX sports room for information on it. Here's Johnny Briggs, left-handed batter. Bob Gibson delivers. Hung at a fastball in this. Gibson really throwing hard. Boy, you can see the improvement from one start to the other. Here's the windup. The pitch. He fouled tip strike two. Two strikes, no ball. Nobody on and nobody out. We're in the top of the second. The Cardinals are leading one to nothing. Dick Hughes against Larry Jackson tomorrow night. Here's the best. He fouled tip back. Here's a wire from Toronto, Canada. Said you're coming in loud and clear. Announce address for World Series tickets. Signed Lynn Clark, Toronto, Kansas. Here's a, did it hit him? Yes! Or did it? No. <laughs> it fouled tip. It actually hit the bat. That's what Chad Crawford indicated. And Gene Mock out on that. And Briggs says it hit him on the arm. And Chags tries to find the black and blue mark. Gene Mock comes out to talk to Johnny Briggs.
Now we got a lot of messages of people who've had more anniversaries than 65. I'm sorry, but they don't count if you're not the ballpark. I'm sure there are many more than that all over. Two strikes, no ball. Johnny Briggs, the pitch tap right back to Gibson. He's got it. Over to Cepeda for the out. One man up and one down. The story on the Kansas City situation is just coming in, and Bernie Fox of our producing staff at Cam Weiss is getting the details. Here's Bill White, one out and nobody on the pitch. It's high inside. White hitting 260. That doesn't sound like much, does it? But when you figure he could hardly walk for most of the season. Bouncing ball. Hooley coming in fast. He's up. Flips in time. Two up, two down. They're here from Peoria, Illinois. The all Von Aachen City. They're from Streeter, Illinois. Here's Clay Dalrymple, the catcher, the pitch curve, a little bit outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes, two out. Nobody on base. Cardinals out in front, one to nothing. Trying to reduce their magic number. Here's the line. The pitch. High top line. That'll take an hour to get down. Cepeda's waiting for it. He's got it. Dalrymple popped the Cepeda. One, two, three, nothing across. We go to the bottom of the second. The Cardinals won. The Phillies, nothing. The lifeline of any ball club is new talent. Every team has a team of experts in the field scouting for new players. At Anheuser-Busch, they also have a team of scouts in the field, specially trained experts, constantly searching for the best grains and hops for the brewing of Bush. No ball club is better than its talent. No beer is better than its ingredients. And that's why you'll find the men of Anheuser-Busch in the fields and on the floor of commodity exchanges throughout the world, scouting for the best for Bush. You can't say beer better. When you do for a beer, Bush does it. Satisfies like no other beer can. Bush delivers all the satisfaction a cold glass of beer can give you. You can't say beer better than Bush. Yeah! We go to the bottom of the second, and before we do, let's pause quickly. This is the Cardinals Baseball Network. 826 Camo X, Camo X FM, St. Louis. Temperature 73. Looking for a bargain in home comfort? Call AFCO, the American Furnace Company, at Mission 7, 1300. Harry 
Carey and Jack Buck from Bush Memorial Stadium. We're going into the bottom of the second. One to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. Here's Gagliano. Hitting 230. Here's Rick Wise's pick. It's a strike, a good fastball. One strike, no ball. Cleveland three, White Sox two at the end of seven. Baltimore three, Detroit two at the end of four. Here's a pitch. Oh, he's hit by a pitch ball. He's hurt. On his arm. On his wrist. Oh, he's doubled over in pain. Bob Bowman hurries out there. Red Shandy. Phil trying to walk by him. He is hurt. That was on the left hand. Either the wrist or the finger. They want somebody to limber up. Eddie Bursue. He's hurting. There's a Mike Shannon going down. Mike Shannon goes down to limber up. He, ooh, he's wincing. He wants to walk down the line, and Bowman stays with him. And his knees kind of buckle as uh, as the pain takes its torture, as it were. kind of a nice phrase. The pain takes its torture. Got to remember that one. I'm going to think I'll mark it down. Phil wants to stay in the ball game. I think it's the uh, finger on the uh, middle finger on the left hand. He's hit by a pitch ball. He's on at first base. He's going to stay in the ball game. He's flexing his muscle now, his hand, his fist. And he's going to stay in there. Here's Javier with a runner at first and nobody out. The back of the left hand is the, really the middle finger that was hurt. Trainer Bob Bowman. Really pulled at that finger. Maybe oh. on that again tonight, right? Yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe, we'll, maybe it'll be passable now, but in a short while it's going to tighten up on him. It has to as hard as he got it. All right, Phil takes the lead, and here's Javier batting 287, 14 homers, 58 runs batted in. The stretch. The pitch. Right over the outside corner to me. Cleveland four, White Sox two in the bottom of the eighth. Baltimore four, Detroit two in the bottom of the fifth. One strike and over. Now the fifth. Holy swings, line drive, base in it. There goes Gagliano towards second. He had to hold up thinking the ball might be caught. Javier breaks his bat with a single right. Short right. And the Cardinals have runners at first and second. Nobody out. Second inning. Already leading one to nothing. Cincinnati murdering Pittsburgh nine to one at the end of three.
I'll give you the report from the commissioner's office in a moment. Here's Moxie hitting 226, runners at first and second. The stretch, the pitch, pitch out, but they don't throw. Major League Players Association has agreed to withdraw charges of unfair labor practices against Kansas City A's owner Charles Finley. Charges in the file with the National Labor Relations Board. Baseball Commissioner William Eckert made the announcement after meeting for two days with Finley, his attorneys, his attorneys, and A's players. Here's the pitch, Maxie swings. Fly ball right there, might get over. Carlson had the ball. One run is in. Here's Carlson chasing the ball out. Here's another man around third. He holds a double for Maxville. Well, that shows had a tough job, eh? He had Gagliano running with Javier two steps behind. He had to send out. He had to send Gagliano home and hold Javier up at third, and they did a good job. Eckert said he will review the suspension of pitcher Luke Krause, who was fined five hundred dollars by Finley for alleged misconduct aboard a charter flight on August the third. In an apparent compromise designed to head off a major dispute between the Players Association and Finley, both sides recognize the rights of the others in a formal 280-word statement issued by Eckert. Now, I don't know what that all means, do you? Let's try it again. Major League Players Association have has agreed to withdraw charges of unfair labor practices against Kansas City A's owner Charles Finley. The charges have been filed with the National Labor Relations Board. Baseball Commissioner William Eckert made the announcement after meeting for two days with Finley, his attorneys, and A's player representative Jack Eckert. Eckert said he will review the suspension of pitcher Lou Krause, who was fined $500 by Finley for alleged misconduct aboard a chartered flight on August the 3rd. In an apparent compromise designed to head off a major dispute between the Players Association and Finley, both sides recognize the rights of the others in the formal 280-word statement issued by Ecker. Well, sorry I took up that much of your time. Bob Gibson, the batter, runners at second and third, score two to nothing now in favor of the Cardinals. And Rick Wise gets ready. The pitch. High pop fly. Short right field. Johnny Callison is there. And he makes the catch. Gibson popped to Callison at short right. You know, if I thought that was all going to be so nebulous, you know, after all, that's an unprecedented meeting between a commissioner of baseball and representatives of a team and its players. I don't think it's ever been done before. That's why I saw it interrupted. But after I read it once, I couldn't quite comprehend. And after I read it twice, I was sure I couldn't comprehend. So here's Lou Brock. Renners at second and third. The score is two to nothing. Infield in. One out. Rick Wise gets ready. The pitch is on the way. Half swing foul. Boy, the Cardinals could really 
go a long way towards building up. A fine lead right here to get these two runs in. Runners at second and third. Here's the pitch. High fastball. That evens it up with a ball and a strike. One run is in. Runners are at second and third with one out. Ball game in the second inning. Two to nothing in favor of the pennant pound St. Louis Cardinals. Their magic number can go to seven. Here's the pitch. He had a cut and he missed strike two. Lou was really going for a long one on a high fastball. Dick Ellsworth, the left-hander, getting ready. Bobby Tolan will be up there next. But this is a big out here because there's only one out. The infield in. Anything through that infield or over it would produce two runs. Cardinals already out in front two to nothing. Two strikes and the ball. Here's the best. Outside ball two. The count evens of two balls, two strikes. Now the signal. Oh, and I, reflection, I guess the important thing about that statement I read is that the players have withdrawn their charges to the National Labor Board. Here's the pitch. Foul back. Two balls, two strikes. Well, I tell you, we're, we're, we're living in times where you have to have a lawyer just to understand whether today is today or tomorrow. Things are really getting complicated. Two balls, two strikes. Rick Wise is ready. The pitch is on the way. Oh, he struck him out on a high, bad ball. Brock started after it and tried to stop, but apparently he had gone around. Ooh, that hurt. Lou Brock strikes out. He chased the bad ball. He realized it. He tried to stop, but he had gone. The umpire set around. Here's Bobby Tolan, runners at second and third. The score, two to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. Ian Fielmera drops back. Cincinnati leads Pittsburgh nine to three in the bottom of the fourth. Houston over the Cubs three to nothing at the bottom of the second. The Mets over Atlanta three to two at the end of six. Here's the pitch. Homer threw it away. He is the one trying to score. Short pass ball. Tried to score, but he was cut down. The ball didn't roll as far away as he thought. And Javier is out from Dalrymple to Y. One run out of all that. Two hits. No errors and one run. At the end of two, the Cardinals two, the Phillies nothing. See if you remember this play from the Cardinals pass. It's the bottom of the fifth, and the Cardinals trail Pittsburgh three to two, but the bases are loaded, one away, and the Cards' young left fielder Stan Musial is at the plate with a count of one and all. Rip Stoll with the bases loaded goes into a full windup, and here's the pitch.
The unexpected provides baseball's most thrilling moments, like Stan's home run in 42. But in driving, you want to avoid the unexpected. And DX Safety Lane Service can help you. It includes lubrication, plus a thorough inspection of 18 vital points that helps protect you from the unexpected hazards of driving. You pay only for a lubrication. The complete safety inspection is yours free from Sunray DX, the oil company known by the customers we keep. We go to the top of the third, two to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. Red Sox taking a three to one lead at the end of eight. Boy, that American League race is really something. Bobby Wine takes the first pitch high. Wine is hitting 193. If it wasn't for the Cardinals, he'd be hitting 003. Seems like all of his hits have been against the Redbirds. Here's a pitch. Steel right call. A fastball. That evens it up at a ball and a strike. Nobody on and nobody out. Third inning. Catcher Tim McCarver goes out. Talk to Bob Gibson. Washington now leads the Twins 4-1 to one at the end of 6. Well, let's see what happens if Washington beats Minnesota. Here's the pitch. Ground ball to short. Maxie's got it. Here's the peg he's out. One out. Oh, I don't know. I... I guess I could flip back through the pages, but when, when did Maxfield ever make an error? I don't think he's made 10 years, uh, 10 errors all year. Here's Rick Wise, the pitcher. If the Twins lose, which they're losing, if the Red Sox win, which they're winning, they'll be tied for first place. If Detroit wins, which they're losing, well, let's say if they lose, which they're losing, they'd stay two games out. Here's the pitch. Wise swings and misses. If the White Sox lose, which they're losing, they would stay two and a half out. Well, actually, here's a curve swung a minute. If the Twins lose and the Red Sox win, there will be a little more daylight between the top two and the last and the next two. Here's a curve low and outside. Two strikes and a ball, one out. The pitch hit it. Half swung foul tip. Well, let's see how I can figure this. Have to go through all the box scores on Maxfield, but one man out. Here's the pitch. Strike. He's out of there. Wise call out on strike. First strike out for Gibson. Are gone, Cookie Rojas up there. Rojas 
Scott batting 250 with three homers and 40 runs batted in. Cincinnati's murdering the Pirates 10 to 3. Here's the pitch. Swung and he fouls it. One strike and no ball. Two out. Shad Crawford picks up the loose ball and fires it to the pitcher. Now the signal. Gibson ready. Detroit just tied a ball to one. And the fifth. Foul ball back. We're in the top of the third. The Cardinals are leading two to nothing. Trying to reduce their number to seven. And then if the Giants should happen to lose, it would go down to six. Well, I think it's becoming obvious now that the Cardinals will either. Fastball low. Clinch the pennant in Philadelphia on this road trip are in St. Louis in a four-game series starting against Atlanta September 21, Thursday night. Two strikes and a ball. Cookie Rojas, the back. Two out, nobody on. We're in the third. The pitch. Curveball low. And the count evens two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Cardinal fans are here from Bloomington, Illinois. Now the delivery to Rojas. High curve. They're here from Augusta, Arkansas. Augsburg, Illinois. And Craig, Missouri. Gray balls, two strikes, two out, nobody gone. Two to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. Here's the pitch. A little tap foul off to the right. They're here from Washington, Missouri. From Monticello, Illinois. From Enid, Oklahoma. From Enid, Oklahoma. A honeymoon couple. Well, well. Three and two pitch. Ball four, he walks. First pass. Given up by Gibson. Well, our Bush wholesaler from Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Out of here. Tommy D. Salvo with a group. Tony Taylor, the batter, two out of runner at first. The pitch. Low. Gibson is low off with his control, but off low, which is a not a bad sign at all. They're here from Burlington, Iowa. One ball, no strikes, two out of runner at first. The pitch. Tony Taylor takes a bullet, a strike call. They're from Pocahontas, Illinois tonight. One of John Alden is with him. Miles Stanage. Here's a pitch inside. Who's that that went with Pocahontas? 
Vishnu. John Smith. No, I don't. Here's the pitch. Strong if he missed, strike two. I think it was either John Alden or Miles Standish. Well, we're rooting here for the Albertos, and I found out tonight that you, you can pick up those uh, Bravo Bravo Alberto buttons with the Amity character on them. Character. Here at the ballpark now. 2-2 two, two pitch. All three. Why, uh, Gibson is so close to the plate on every pitch, and yet he just walked a man, and he's down to three and two on this guy. Tony Taylor waiting, the three-two pitch. Stay! Tony Taylor called out on strike. No runs, no hits. No errors, one left. We go to the bottom of the third. The Cardinals, two. The Phillies, nothing. What can First National Bank in St. Louis do for you if you're planning a new home? First, at First National, you can work out a home financing plan that is precisely for you. Business-like, sensible. When you compare your plan, there are certain major benefits with a mortgage from First National. For example, you do not pay an appraisal fee, a credit report charge, or any charge for the preparation of documents. And if you're a depositor, you pay no service fees no points against your home loan. Your monthly payments may be taken out of your First National checking account. And with the First National mortgage, you get a liberal prepayment privilege. In fact, you may prepay your loan in whole or in part without penalty in many cases, or with very low penalty. Come in and plan your home financing with an officer of First National Bank in St. Louis. Open 9 to 4, Monday through Friday, at the 511 Olive Street entrance, downtown. of John Alden and Miles Sanders. And it was Captain John Smith with reference to Pocahontas. We have gone 146 games and our chance has finally been correct. Here's Bobby Tolan, the leader off, bottom of the third. The score, two to nothing in favor of St. Louis. Here's the pitch. Bobby Bunts football, strike one. One strike and over. Tolan hitting 251. He was at the plate with runners at second and third in the second inning when Javier tried to score on a short pass ball and was out. So he leads it off here in the bottom of the third. Two to nothing, St. Louis. Now the signal given. The pitch by Rick Wise. High fastball. That evens it up. A ball and a strike. Or whether the crowd be big or small, our out-of-town friends are always here. One ball, one strike. The pitch. 
high and inside. They hear from Aberdeen, South Dakota tonight. Two balls and a strike. Bobby Tolan trying to get something started. Here's the pitch. High ball three. Two busloads are here from the Lions Club of Clandelet. They're here from Washington, Illinois. The Wentzville Curry League Bantam team is here. Three balls, one strike. Here's the pitch. He had a cut and he missed. And the count is three and two. They hear from Davenport, Iowa, from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Three balls, two strikes. Bobby Tolan waiting. We're in the third. Rick Wise pumps. Here's the pit. Fowler back. Had a good cut. The time is full of three and two. Birthday, Mrs. Johns of Decatur, Illinois, here tonight. Here's Roger Maris, the pitch. Right, boy, Wise is starting to hit that low outside corner. Cleveland four, White Sox three in the top of the ninth in Chicago. First game of a doubleheader. One strike, no ball. One out, nobody on, Maris the batter. Here's the pitch. High pop foul, out of play. Strike two. They're from Humboldt, Tennessee, and from Miller, Missouri, and from Maroa, Illinois. Now, I don't know what this means. Two strikes, no ball. I guess this is a hippie influence. This note, I'll read it to you in a moment. The pitch. Raj takes it low. Says, enjoying the ball game are a bunch of flowers from New Bern, Tennessee. I didn't see him walk in. Two strikes and a ball. One out. The pitch. Line drive, base hit right center. The pitch is on the way. High fly, deep right center, but it'll be caught. Johnny Briggs is over and he has it. Cepeda flies to Briggs. Orlando has fallen into a slump. Here's McCarver. Cepeda's now two out of his last 21. Two men are out, a runner at first, and here's McCarthy. Tim bounced out his first time, hitting 305. 13 homers and 62 runs about it in. 
There's the signal given. Wise at the belt. The pitch to McCarver. Speed right call. A fastball. They're here from Tecumseh, Kansas. T-E-C-U-M-S-E-H. They're here from Parma, Missouri. There's a guy celebrating his 81st birthday. Gentleman named Faulkner from Parma, Missouri. The Athletic Association, 300 strong from Ellisville, are here. Now Tim waits the pitch. Bouncing ball right at White, easy out. Steps on the back. No runs, one hit. No errors, one left. Cardinals have stranded three, and at the end of three, St. Louis two, Philadelphia nothing. <laughs> When you've had a tough day And your work is through Now's the time to relax Yes, sir There's just one thing to do When you do for a beer Bush does it Satisfied like no other beer can When you're due for a beer, Bush does it. Because Bush is brewed straight, the way beer was meant to be brewed. By Anheuser-Busch. Bush does it. When you do for a beer, Bush does it. Delivers all the satisfaction a cold glass of beer can give you. You can't say beer better than Bush. Let's pause here for identification. This is the Cardinals Baseball Network. Two minutes till nine. KMOX, KMOX FM, St. Louis. White Owl Rangers, Invincibles, New Yorkers. Yup, the stands are full of White Owl cigar fans. How come? Easy. White Owls are always with a minute. Temperature now, 72. This is Harry Carey and Jack Buck. As we go into the top of the fourth with Johnny Callison taking the first pitch high. One ball, no strike. Cardinals leading two to nothing. Trying to reduce their magic number to seven. And maybe to six, the Giants should lose. Pitch, swung and foul back. Count evens at a ball and a strike. We're in the fourth. Gibson has a one-hit shutout. One ball, one strike. Red Sox won their ball game, three to one, over Kansas City. The pitch, line smashed it. One hop, Javier's got it over the first in time. Pooley moved to his right, grabbed Callison, smash on one hop, and threw him off. One gone. Here's Tony Gonzalez. Al Kaline. Has hit a homer with a man on for Detroit in the seventh. They've taken a six to four lead over Baltimore. So things are a little bit different than they were a few minutes ago in the American League. The pitch to Gonzalez, high. 
One ball, no strikes. One out and nobody on. Top of the fourth. They're here from St. Petersburg, Florida to see the cart. The pitch. Line drive over Maxie's head. Base hit. Gonzalez lines a single to left center. That is Tony Gonzalez's 1,000th hit of his career. Here's a couple from Johannesburg celebrating their 14th anniversary with their five children out here. from Syracuse, New York, pulling for the Cardinals. Here's Bill White, or rather, uh, Johnny Briggs, and the first pitch is low, ball one. They're from New Orleans tonight. The Ferguson Curry League is here. One ball, no strikes, no pitch. And it's low and inside. A retired railroad man from Evansville, Indiana, 78 years old, is here tonight. The stretch pitch fouled it back. Cleveland batting in the ninth leads the White Sox 4-3. They've been out a while. Cleveland did not score, and Pena now is relieved for Cleveland in the bottom of the ninth. White Sox batting, trailing by one. Two balls and a strike to pitch. Double play ball to Hooley. He's got it on one hop. Maxie one. Orlando two. That ball was hit like a bullet. A low line drive on one hop. Hooley stabbed the ball, fired to Maxie, who relayed to Chico. And it's no runs, one hit, no errors, nobody left. We go to the bottom of the fourth, the Cardinals two, Philadelphia nothing. Volkswagen, Mr. Meade. Hi, I want a 67 Volks. Bug red. Can I have it around noon? For a demonstration ride. No, to buy. Oh, well, lady, you don't buy a car over the phone. I mean, there are things that need explaining. What's to explain? The motor's in the back for more traction. It's air cooled, meaning no water, meaning it won't freeze up or boil over. No. You get about 27 miles per gallon, no. plus the new 67 is 53 horsepower. They've added dual brakes, better life. Yeah, I know. Plus, but... I read the ads just the time. But there are little things. Hey, I love little things. I'm a little thing. Uh -huh. Look, I know the folks. I want it. Red, noontime. Lady, it takes time. I... Anyway, we're out of red. How long would I have to wait? Maybe a week. If you know what you want out of the Volkswagen, you can call Southland Volkswagen Incorporated, 6000 South Lindbergh Boulevard in St. Louis. Bottom of the fourth. Cardinals leaving two to nothing, trying to reduce the magic number to seven. God on American League race, it sure changes. The Twins have closed in to within one of the uh, Senators. Washington batting bottom of the seven, four to three, Washington. Here's Gagliana doing a fine job. Here's the pitch. And it's a curve in there, a strike call. 
One strike and over. The Cubs have come back to tie Houston 3-3. Three, three. The Mets lead Atlanta 3-2 to two in the bottom of the eighth. Here's the pitch. Ground ball headed for right. Another hit for Phil. Jack Leano grounds a single in the short right. Boy, he's been doing a great job. His average is 230, but he started from around 170, so he's really raised his average. Javier, the batter. Nobody out, a runner at first. We're in the fourth. Joe Schultz coaching him third, Dick Sisler at first. Now the signal from the belt. The pitch. Curveball on away. One ball, no strikes. Red Sox have already won their ball game. At this very moment, they lead the Twins by, now they're a half a game behind the Twins right now. One ball, no strike. Throw over to first, not a bat. If the Twins lose, the two will be tied. If the Twins win, they'll still retain their one-game lead. Here's the pitch, low. Two balls, no strikes on Hooley. A runner at first, nobody out. Ball game in the fourth. Final game of the series tomorrow night. You know something? You know, the Cardinals could punch this pennant on the road. Tomorrow night might be your last chance to see them before they become champions. Two balls, no strike. The pitch. High ball three. The Redbirds moving in on a two-million mark in home attendance. There's 65,000 away, and they'll have about 25,000 of it tonight. Three balls, no strike. Runner at first. Here's the pitch. He walked in ball four. And the Cardinals have runners at first and second and over the out. Already leading two to nothing. You know, with this beautiful weather prevailing, and the Cardinals heading for a road trip after tomorrow night. Why don't you bring the family out tomorrow and see these Cardinals before they win the pennant? That's better than seeing them, I guess, after. Send them away to a rousing road trip by appearing here and cheering for them tomorrow night. Here's Maxville. The pitch. Curveball low. Ball one. I think being here tomorrow night might be just like being here when they went clinch the pennant. Because apparently it could happen on the road. From the belt. The pitch. Scramble up middle. Face hit. A run maybe's going to score. Here he comes. There goes another man to third. He'll make it easily. Maxville gets his second hit in a row. A single to center, driving in his 38th run. 
The Cardinals lead three to nothing. And that'll bring up Bob Gibson. Well, you know, a uh, 226 batting average doesn't sound too tremendous. But the little guy batting ace has driven in now 39 runs. Which is only a few less than Flood, who's had a great year. Kurt has driven in 45. Maxie has driven in now 39. That's only 11 less than Maris, and he's had a good year. Just to give you an idea, he's driven in more runs than Bill White of the Phillies. And here's Gibson with the infield in, nobody out. Runners at first and third. Rick Wise gets set. The pitch. Curveball low. Does anybody have a 15-run pool? You got a chance to win it. Look at Cincinnati tonight. Four in the first, two in the second, three in the third, one in the fourth, and four in the fifth. Runners at first and third. Did. He assumed it was a base hit right off the bat. And if he had charged the ball, he had a chance to catch it as it hung up there. But he seen it in a one bounce. And that makes it now four to nothing. Still nobody out. And Dick Ellsworth is going to come in. And a new pitcher is Ellsworth for the Phillies. Wise leaves after pitching three innings, allowed four runs. Two men on, was reached for eight hits. Struck out three, walked one, and hit one. I want to tell you about the Cardinal Yearbook again, which is still available. If you come to the ballpark, you can purchase it at the novelty stand. And if you want to order by mail, the cost is a dollar plus 35 cents per postage and handling. There's only one address to employ when you write for the Cardinal Yearbook, which is 72 pages big, photos, facts, inside information. A lot of pictures, stories of the minor and major league cardinal picture. And here's the address. Stadium Publications, 350 Stadium Plaza, St. Louis, Missouri. A dollar plus 35 cents for postage and handling. Stadium Publications, 350 Stadium Plaza, St. Louis, Missouri. For the 1967 Cardinal Yearbook. We're in the bottom of the fourth. The Cardinals are out in front, four to nothing. They have runners at first and second, and nobody out with Brock, Tolan, and Maris coming up. And the Phillies have brought in the left-hander. Minnesota did not score in the top of the eighth. Boy, that's a big ball game for them. Here's Brock. One out of two left-handed batters. Into the stretch, Ellsworth, the pitch. They expect him to bunt. He takes low and outside, boy. One ball, no strikes. The Cardinals trying to make it two in a row. In this series. 
Boy, this is what I always get a kick out of. Gals come to a ball game. The husbands watch the ball game, and the, the women don't even look at the field. One ball, no strike to pitch. And it's a curve outside. Ball two. No strikes. And then they get home and they say, Boy, what a wonderful ball game it was. The poor husbands try to watch the, the field. Here's the pitch. Curve outside. The women don't pay any attention. There's a group in the booth right to the right of us. I won't mention any names. But the wives haven't looked at the field yet. Three balls, no strikes. Here's the pitch. Rolling outside, the bases are loaded. Boy, here's the chance of a great inning. The bases loaded and nobody out. Two runs already in. And here's Kurt Flood going to bat for Bobby Tolan. The Cardinals are going for the offense here. Kurt Flood. Flood batting 323 with four homers and 45 RBIs. Bases are loaded and nobody out. Two runs already in. Cincinnati leads the Pirates 14 to 7 at the bottom of the sixth. Here's the pitch. Line drive, base hit. One run is in. Gibson's going to stop at third. Kurt Flood lined a single just beyond Cookie Rojas's reach. And that makes it five to nothing. Gibson's a third block at second, Flood at first. That's the Flood is 152nd hit of the year. And his 46th run batted in. Here's Roger Maris. He's had a perfect night. Two out of two. Five to nothing, St. Louis. Aces loaded. Here's the fifth. Grab it all, but right to Rojas. Looks like a double play. White for one and white for two. Another run scores, though. Maris will not be credited with a run batted in. That ball was hit on the right on the nose. A low line drive, a one hop to Rojas, who flipped it to Wine, who related to White. So there's a runner at third now with two outs. The Cardinals are leading six to nothing. And here's Orlando Cepeda. Two out of his last 21, and he is due. Ah, oh, they're going to walk him. They're going to walk him intentionally. They don't care about that 2 for 21. They know that Orlando is more dangerous right now than ever because he's been in a little bit of a slump. So Cepeda will be intentionally passed. And I honestly believe that his little slump started with a multiplicity of bases on ball. In that Pittsburgh series, 
first game or so, they walked him almost every time he was up. And I think he kind of lost his touch as a result. One is at first and third, and here's McCarver. He's 0 for 2. and third. Ah, the signal. Runners at first and third waiting. Here's the pitch. Tim takes it low. Ball one. Dick Ellsworth in a relief order. Oh, four innings. Four runs in this inning have been charged to Rick Wise, so he is permitted six runs in the game. Ellsworth gets ready. One ball, no strikes. Dallas Green warming up in the bullpen for the Phillies. The pitch. Outside. Ball two. Gagliano will be next. This is the ninth man to bat in the inning. The Cardinals have scored four. They have two out. They have two on. You know, I think if the Giants lose tonight, the odds are the Cardinals will clinch it in Philadelphia. Next week. Here's the pitch. Side, ball three. If the Giants win tonight, I think the odds are the Cardinals will have a chance to clinch it at home starting Thursday night, September 21, against the Braves. We have a four-game series, the final homestand. Thursday, September 21, Friday 22, Saturday 23, and Sunday 24. And that's it. At home until the World Series. And there's no telling when that will be because... In American League. Ball four. The bases are loaded. You know that American League could wind up in a four-way tie. They might be playing off just the American League until mid-October. Gagliano up there with the bases loaded. He's been hit by a pitch ball. He is single. He has scored two runs. He's the tenth man to bat in the inning. He started it all with a single to right. The pitch by Ellsworth. Pops it up. Bill White in foul territory. He's got it to retire the side. But the Cardinals had a big inning. Four runs. Four hits. No errors. Three left. The Cardinals have stranded six. And at the end of four, it's the Cardinals six, the Phillies nothing. We go into the top of the fifth. The Cardinals... Moving to a magic number of at least seven, and maybe six before this night is over, are leading six to nothing. Bill White steps up there for the Phillies, and here to tell you all about it now is Jack Buck. Okay, Harry, thank you. There's a lot going on here this evening. This is a busy ball game with 11 hits. The Cardinals nine, two for the Phillies. Cardinals leading six nothing. White leading off. 
And the ball is high from Bob Gibson to start the fifth inning. And the other ball games are sailing right along. Minnesota's batting in the ninth, trailing Washington by a couple of runs. Bill White corks one foul, pass first, and it's one and one. Second game of the doubleheader starting between the Indians and the White Sox. Cleveland won the first game, 4-3. Angels and the Yankees are playing a doubleheader, and the Angels won the first game. Detroit's out in front, 6-4 at the end of seven over Baltimore. Nobody on or out here in the fifth inning, and Bill White, left-handed batter, takes the ball low. White grounded out his first time up. Cardinals are running the first, they're running the second, four in the fourth, and they lead six-nothing. The pitch, foul back to the screen, two and two. Dallas Green, a big tall right-hander, is warming up out the bullpen. Jim Lomborg of the Red Sox won his 20th ball game of the year tonight, defeating Kansas City 3-1. We wait for the 2-2 pitch to Bill White. It's the slider in on him, ball three. It'll be White, Dalrymple, and Wine, and if anybody gets on, the pitcher Ellsworth is due to come up. Pitch is fouled back again by White. A full count of three and two. Pittsburgh and the Reds have a wild one going. The score is eight, ten, fifteen to seven at the end of six. They were the Reds. The pitch fouled in the air behind the plate. McCarver has a play. And he's got the ball for the out. Bill White is fouled out to start the fifth inning. McCarver hauled it in. The batter has played Dalrymple, the catcher, a left-handed batter. He popped out his first time up. Game time tomorrow is 8 o'clock. Larry Jackson will go for the visitors, and Dick Hughes will be the Cardinal pitcher. First one to Dalrymple. It is a little bit high. Bob Gibson on the mound. Leading six to nothing and trying for his twelfth win of the year. Dalrymple takes a change-up curveball in there for called strike one and one. Gibson let up on the pitch and it drifted in there. Tomorrow Hughes will be seeking his fifteenth win. He's the winningest Cardinal pitcher of the year. Dalrymple takes one high ball two two and one. We're waiting for that Minnesota final. They went into the ninth, trailing Washington 5-3. The pitch coming from Gibson. Taken low by Dalrymple. 3-1. McCarver stepped on the plate umpire. Crawford worked very close to the catcher. Puts his hand on the catcher's back. And the two got all tangled up on that last pitch. The 3-1 delivery. Swung on, hit foul. Pass first. Pass John Hope coaching down there. 3-2.
One out, nobody on, three and two on the batter. He had a three-two count on Bill White. And it's three-two again on Dalrymple. Swung on, grounded to second. Javier has it, the pitcher has to cover. He's out. Gibson got over off the mound, covered first, and took the throw from Javier. Four to one for the put out. Two out. The hitter, Bobby Wine, grounded out his first time up. Right-handed hitter, the Philadelphia shortstop. Braves have been batting for quite a while on the bottom of the ninth. They went in trailing the Mets 3-2. The Mets have used two different pitchers for Zenda. Now Ron Taylor in the ninth inning. Gibson trying to set the Phillies down in order here. And the fifth pitches to Wine and throws low and away ball up. Atlanta scored two in the ninth and beat the Mets 4-3. The pitch swung on, hit the short. Big hop to Maxville, the throw to first. He's out. Wine is out. Down in order go the Phillies in the fifth. It's now an official ball game as far as Bob Gibson is concerned. You'll recall he had to be taken out in the sixth inning the last time he pitched when his arm tightened up. We go into the bottom of the fifth inning and the Cardinals lead the Phillies 6-0. You know, becoming a major league player isn't something that happens overnight. All of the fellas here at this ballpark have spent a lot of time developing and improving. Beer is the same way. It takes time to brew a great beer, and that's why Bush is a great beer. It's brewed slowly, carefully, naturally, with patience and pride by Anheuser-Busch. And you know they care as much about good beer as you and I do. Maybe right now would be a good time to open a cold Bush. You can't say beer better. Beer. Bush. You can't say beer better than Bush. When it's time to take it easy, time for a beer. Make it Bush. You can't say beer better than Bush. We're going to pause for identification before the Cardinals bat in the fifth inning. Vic Ellsworth is on the mound for the Phillies in relief of Rick Wise. And Javier will be the Cardinal leadoff hitter, and this is the Cardinals Baseball Network. 932 KMOX, KMOX FM, St. Louis. Now get prime ball game hot dogs, the hot dogs with leaner beef. You can't find them where you shop, ask your butcher. Cry ball game hot dogs, 71 degrees. Facing a left-hander, Dick Ellsworth. Bully's been on base twice. He popped up this time. Fly ball in the right center. Callison drifts to his right, and the right fielder makes the catch for the out. Javier jumped on the first one, but flied out. There's one gone in the Cardinal fifth. It brings to the plate Dal Maxville, who's driven in two runs tonight. He doubled in the second, he singled in the fourth, he scored a run and driven in two, and he takes a strike. A little guy batting 226, he just can't get that batting average up, can he? And what a game he has played around shortstop for the past month or so. He has made high-popping plays. 
ball outside, and he's made those plays look easy. He's no showboat out there. He doesn't put on a big act. He either gets the ball or he doesn't. He sparkled in Pittsburgh, made some plays here last night. Flies into the same spot that the ball was hit by Javier, and Callison's going to get this one also. Two out. Both Javier and Maxwell have fly to right in the batter is Bob Gibson. Gibson limps to the plate. He still walks with a perceptible limp. His right ankle is heavily taped as he pitches. But he and the Cardinals lead here in the fifth inning, 6 nothing. Well, Minnesota lost tonight to Washington. Strike call to Gibson. So the Red Sox are back in a first-place tie. And the Tigers, who are winning, could be only one game out again. And the American League just won't shape up. The pitch coming high. And the White Sox, who lost the first game with their doubleheader, could actually gain a half game in the standings and be only two out if they can beat the Indians in the second game of their twin bill. 5-4, Washington beat Minnesota. A ball and a strike to count to Gibson with two out here. Curveball goes low from Dick Ellsworth. Ellsworth, 6-6 six and six for the year. All six Cardinal runs charged to the Philly starter, Rick Wise. Gibson drove in a run with a single, laid across the plate. One out of two. Line drive to center field, and that is a base hit in front of Johnny Briggs, the center fielder. Gibson gets his second hit of the night, and he's on with two outs. They only had 6,000 people in Washington this evening to watch the Senators beat the Twins. The Twins scored a run in the ninth, and the home run hit by Frank Howard in the eighth inning turned out to be the difference in the game. Bertano was the winner and Merritt the loser. That's one of the better pitchers of the Twins this year, Jim Merritt. His record is now 12-5. and five. Brock is the batter with two outs. Curve in there, called strike. Cardinals have banged out 10 hits in this ballgame. And they lead 6 0. There have been no errors in the game. Brock taps one to third. Tough play for Tony Taylor. Throws. He's out. Pretty close play, but Tony Taylor from third base throws out Lou Brock. No runs. One hit, no errors, one left. The Cardinals have stranded seven. Five full innings have been played, and the Cardinals lead the Phillies 6 0. Got my friends sitting here today. Yes, sir. The White Owl girl. Tell me, any new rules you'd like to see brought into the game? Only one. I'll give every batter who reaches first base a box of white owls to God. How's that going to help the game? Well, more players will try to get to first base. It will make the game more interesting. You sure would. You know, you could have your own rally. Nine guys could end up at first base. But do you really think that would work? I know it would. You know how popular white owls are. You see them everywhere. It's the famous white owl tobacco that does it. It's aged slowly. No one carefully to bring out the mild taste. Mmm, flavor. 
You wouldn't think the fans would go for that? Why not? They're all white out fans, too. Then, yes, you get a lot more from a white owl than just smoke. few notes of Winchester Cathedral by Dick Renner and the boys. The ball game goes into the sixth. Detroit won their game. They pick up a full game on Minnesota. So the Tigers are only one game out again in that American League race. Winning 6-4 over Baltimore. Bob Gibson is on the mound, and Chuck Hiller, an infielder formerly the Giants and the Mets, Hiller is batting for Ellsworth. Leading off in the sixth inning, Chuck, a little left-handed batter, hasn't played too much for the Phillies. He's an infielder, second baseman primarily. Gibson's pitched to him. There's a strike call. Bob kept it away, and it's one and one. It'll be Hiller, Rojas, and Taylor. The one one from Gibson. Grounded to Cepeda. Big hop. He makes the play himself. One out. Cepeda trotted in and stepped on the bag, retiring Chuck Hiller on a ground ball to the right side. There's one out in the batter is Rojas, who is grounded out and walk. Cardinals lead 6 nothing, 6 inning. Only two hits off of Bob Gibson in the game. He's allowed one walk. He's had only two strikeouts. But he's been making the Phillies hit the ball and primarily hitting the ball on the ground. Max Alvis has hit a home run in the first inning for Cleveland. So they're out in front of the White Sox in the second game of their doubleheader. After Cleveland won the first game, 4-3. Rojas, a base hit to left. Rojas lines a single in the left, fielded by Brock. The Philly leadoff hitter is on there with one out. And the batter is Tony Taylor. He's 0 for 2. He fly to center. He's struck out. The new pitcher for Philadelphia in the sixth inning will be Dallas Green. Tony Taylor, the batter. Gibson's pitch is low. The driver caught that one in the webbing of the glove, did not know he had it. Started to look around for the ball. It was in the mitt. Ball one. Now the pitch is a strike call. With Gibson going into the sixth inning here, Cardinals get a pitcher ready down in the bullpen. Larry Jaster starts to loosen up. The pitch coming to Taylor is low for a ball. Ball two, two and one. Rojas at first, one out. Ordinarily in this situation, with Rojas running and Taylor batting, you'd have to be very concerned about a hit and run. 
But with the Phillies trailing 6 nothing, they probably will play it close. The pitch. Swung on double play ball to Maxville. Over and out of the air. A lot of times, fellas, double play. And that's the reason ball clubs like to hit and run. But they couldn't do it because they're trailing by so many runs. They had to have Taylor just swinging away. He grounded it sharply to Maxville. Over and out of the air and holding on to Cepeda for the D.C. The second reeled off behind Gibson tonight in the sixth of Philadelphia. No runs, one hit, no errors. The double play and nobody left. The Cardinals come to bat in their sixth and they leave the bill six to nothing. When you have money to save and want to earn a big 5% interest, you should look into a savings certificate at First National Bank in St. Louis. You don't want to let money dribble through your fingers, nor should it lie around while it could bring in a generous 5% annual interest. Now a First National Savings Certificate is a guaranteed investment. Of course, your money's safe, all yours on maturity, and First National guarantees to pay 5% interest a year to individuals and nonprofit organizations. Certificate that matures in just three months. And if you don't want to cash it in then, First National automatically renews your certificate. And a First National Savings Certificate begins to earn 5% the day you buy it. It takes but a few moments to get your certificate of $500 or more maturing in three months or longer, paying you 5% guaranteed annual interest at First National Bank in St. Louis, downtown. This ball game now goes into the Cardinal sixth inning, and Dallas Green is on the mound. He follows Rick Wise, a right-hander, and Dick Ellsworth, a left-hander, to the mound. Green, a right-hander. He's been in and out of the Philadelphia organization and up and down. Six-five. And he was worried until called up by the Phillies that he wouldn't get that necessary five years in to qualify for the baseball pension, but he qualifies now. The pitch to Flood. Ball one. Tolan started in center field. Cardinals came up with a key spot and told him that the plate against the left-hander, and Red went to Flood. Flood came through with a base hit, and RBI's one for one. Sidearm delivery outside, and a bit high. Ball two. leading off. Maris will follow and then Cepeda. Outside, back to the screen as Dalrymple, the catcher, couldn't get to it. 3-0. Had 18,000 people at Detroit for that ball game this evening, which the Tigers won. Strike call to flood, 3-1. And the Tiger victory puts them within one game of Minnesota. The Twins lost. Boston won. And they're back in a first-place tie with Minnesota. Bouncing ball to third by Flood. Taylor has to back up. Makes a quick throw. He's out. A third baseman never likes to back up on a ball, but once in a while, you have to play it that way. And Taylor, upon backing up, got rid of it in a hurry and threw Flood out. The hitter is Maris, who's two for three tonight, and an RBI. 
Maris, the left-hander. Ball one. Larry Jaster continues to throw in the Cardinal bullpen, an indication that Shane Inch and Billy Muppet, his pitching coach, will not go much further with Bob Gibson, who's already pitched six shutout innings and a three-hitter. Cardinals lead 6-0. The delivery to Maris. Swung on, fouled off of Maris' leg. One and one. Have a sign out there in the stand says Shiloh, Illinois, Win Cardinals. Oh, glad the folks from that town are on hand and enjoying the ball game tonight. The pitch to Maris swung on, fouled out of play to the left. One out and nobody on in the sixth. The Cardinals scored a run in the first, a run in the second, four in the fourth. Chase the Philadelphia starter. And Dallas Green is now on the mound for the visitors. Green has no record for the year. Dalrymple to the mound to talk to him. And Myers talks for the plate umpire. Ray Sadecki is going to pitch tonight. He goes for the Giants against Don Sutton of the Dodgers. Ball outside to Maris, two and two. The Giants are getting along rather well without Marshall, aren't they? He's through for the year, has been. The two two to Maris. Strike call on the outside corner. Maris is called out as Green put a fastball over the outside corner. For the second out of the inning, bringing up Cepeda with the bases empty. Orlando is 0 for 2 in the game. He'd like to touch one off right here. Takes a strike, a slider. You struck out, fly to center, and they put him on with a walk. Cubs have scored a run in the sixth. They lead Houston now 4-3 in the bottom of the sixth at Houston. Cepedas takes a ball. Started to go, held up. The ball went low, one and one. One ball, one strike, two out. Nobody on. Cepeda jumps back from ball two. Game time tomorrow, 8 o'clock, and after tomorrow, only four games remaining at all. The pitch. Swung on, grounded at third. Tony Taylor has it, and Cepeda is out. And that's the first time the Cardinals have gone down in order in the inning. Taylor threw out two, and in between, Maris was caught out on strike. Dallas Green breezes through the sixth inning, and at the end of six. The Cardinals lead Philadelphia 6 to nothing. Have more fun under the hot summer sun. Cool it with Bush.
into the hot summer sun, working up a thirst, fight for a push. Nothing beats the frosty cold bush to take the heat off. It cools you quick and easy. Delivers all the satisfaction the cold beer can give you. When you're due for a beer, Bush does cool it this summer with a frosty cold bottle or can of Bush. You can't say beer better than Bush. Running now. And even though Larry Jaster continues to throw in the bullpen, Bob Gibson goes to the mound to work the seventh. Cardinals lead 6 nothing. Gibson has a three-hitter going. And Johnny Callison leads off. Left-handed batter, and the ball is high. Ball one. Callison has one of the three hits. Singled, grounded out to Javier. Gibson with one walk, two strikeouts, and three hits in the game. He's been the boss. He pitches. Callison swings, throws it into right center. Maris on the run, grabs the ball with one hand. There have been a few well-hit balls against Gibby tonight, but right at somebody, there was another right there. Line drive to Maris in right field. Nineteen thousand nine hundred and thirty-two pay. 3,432 youngsters, not, not holders. 23,364 total. Tony Gonzalez is the batter, and Gibson gets out in front of him. And a ball low to Gonzalez. Gonzalez is one for two. The Cardinals are going to have to average some 9,000 people in their remaining five dates to reach the two million mark. Gonzalez with one out, bounces one foul off to the right, running the count to one and two. We're in the seventh, and the Cardinals lead six nothing on a very pleasant baseball evening. A breeze blowing. Was around 80 in St. Louis today. Imagine it's right at the 70 mark now. Gibson out in front of his hitter, one of the leading hitters in the league, Tony Gonzalez, with one for two outside. Gonzalez, since playing every day, and he used to be platoon, hitting only against right-handers, has gone wild. So many batting 350, Gonzalez 342 at the start of the evening's play. Then Cepeda, 337. The 2-2 delivery. Base hit into center field. Gonzalez singles here with one out. Flood over and up with the ball, and Gonzalez stops at first base. Flood playing center still has to underhand the ball in. He's getting pretty good at it. His arm seems to be getting a little stronger. The hitter is Johnny Briggs. Strong left-handed hitter. He is tapped out to the pitcher and grounded sharply into a double play. He fouls one. Strike one off the foot of McCarver. Ball hit McCarver's shin guard and then rolled right down the third base foul line to Gagliano. Pittsburgh batting in the ninth inning, trailing Cincinnati 15-7. 
Pirates are already mathematically eliminated from the pennant race. Briggs takes the ball. Fastball and sunk low and away. Sunk low and away or sank low and away? Make it dip. A ball and a strike to the hitter. Runner at first, one out. There's a high foul ball down in the right field corner. Souvenir for somebody. Who's going to get it? Gibson out in front of Briggs now, one and two. On deck, Bill White. The middle of their batting order, all left-handed hitters. Callison, Gonzalez, Briggs, White, and Dalrymple. There's a fly ball to short left center. Flood was playing deep. He's on the run, and he can't get it. Traps the ball. And it's a base hit, and runners are on at first and second. Flood was playing deep and around to the right, and the ball was hit. Somewhat into left center, and Flood couldn't get it. Shanians comes out, and Gibson may lead with one out here in the seventh inning. It was in the sixth inning over in New York when he was relieved. And he reported that his arm tightened up the inside of the elbow. So Red comes to the mound, and he has... Two pitchers warming up, a left-hander Gaster and a right-hander Torres, and he wants the southpaw Gaster. And Mike Torres continues to throw. So Gibson pitched six and a third, no runs yet, five hits. He struck out two and he walked one, and he gives way to Larry Gaster, who's trying to find himself after struggling a bit in starting assignments. And Jaster comes into the ball game with White and then Dalrymple coming up. Runners on at first and second and only one out. Seventh inning in the Cardinals leading 6 nothing. The fans accord Gibson. round of applause as he leaves with a very good chance of picking up his 12th victory of the year. Had to look and make sure. And while Larry Jaster warms up and gets ready to pitch to Bill White, we're going to pause for identification. Billings get a picture ready down in their bullpen, Dick Hall, and Mike Torres, the right-hander, is now joined by Ron Willis, a right-hander, in the Cardinal bullpen. So a lot of things happening out here. This is the Cardinals Baseball Network. Four minutes till 10, KMOX, KMOX FM, St. Louis. Want to add a special touch to your meal to please the family or impress someone? Serve Hassey olives, the olives that come only from Seville. Temperature, 70. Two on and only one out. Bill White standing off at the side of the plate, contemplating how he's going to get his first hit of the night. He's 0 for 2. Down to the second, fouled out to the catcher, and he's the first man to face Larry Jaster. Jaster is still taking his warm up toss. Minnesota was defeated tonight. The Red Sox won over Kansas City and moved into a first place tie. The Tigers won, and they're only one game out. The White Sox lost their first game to Cleveland, and they're still two and a half out. The American League in a nutshell. 
They move Kirk Flood into straightaway center field. More and more, we've seen Tim McCarver this year take charge behind the plate and directing defensive traffic for the Cardinals. The pitch coming to Bill White now, and he swings and misses. Strike one. White Sox are now trailing 2-0 in their second game. Alvis and Fuller have homered to Cleveland. So the White Sox on the way to a double defeat, although it's early in the nightcap. The next pitch to Bill White from Larry is high with a fastball. One and one. Two on and only one out. The Cardinals here would like to reel off their third double play of the night and keep the goose eggs up on the scoreboard for the visiting Phillies. They're good base runners. Gonzalez at second and Briggs at first. White the batter on 1-1. One, one. He fouls it back to the screen. And now Jasper's out in front of him, 1-2. and two. Bob Gibson in six and a third innings. Allowed no runs, but leaves two men on. Five hits, struck out two, and walk one. And look good doing it. Going hard, going free and easy. One ball, two strikes, Jasper. Delivers to White and a high pop fly on the infield. The batter's automatically out on the infield out, and Gagliano catches the ball to gone. Bill White is retired by Jasper, two men out. And now Gene Oliver comes up to bat for Dal Ripple. Mike Torres is no longer throwing in the bullpen. Ron Willis is, along with Joe Hunter. Being the devilish sort that I am, I was hoping that Torres would come into the game, and Oliver, being the expressive gentleman he is, <laughs> would have really seen something. He's going to bat for Dalrymple. Dalrymple was 0 for 2. Gene Oliver, the former Cardinal, who started this year with Atlanta, is at the plate with two on, two out. Gaster will try to get him and preserve the shutout. First delivery to Gene. Low for a ball to the right-handed hitter from Moline, Illinois. He wants the umpire to check the baseball. Sadecki for the Giants tonight and Sutton for the Dodgers. That ball game just started. For the seventh, Cardinals leading six nothing. Cincinnati Pittsburgh game is over. Pittsburgh had 16 hits and Cincinnati had 23. 39 hits in the game, and Cincinnati won it 15 to seven. The winner was Bob Lee who started, and the loser was Beal. Every year you look for that deal to win 20, but it never does. Well, not too many do, Jack. Yeah, but throw like Beal, a throw like that, gets off to the good start. Always has a crack at 20, but never quite does it. Was that a chain letter you got? 
McCarver leads off. Dallas Green has set the Cardinals down in order in the sixth inning. Pitches to Tim in the seventh, and the first pitches the ball. <laughs> Jack, here's a guy who sends a $20 bill, and he wants 10 seats near the infield for one of the weekend World Series games. Well, do it. Strike call. You've been here 23 years. You ought to be able to manage something like that. Just so happens that the uh, the price per ticket is $12. If I get him 10 seats, it only costs me 100 because he sent me 20. <laughs> you got it. I got the cash. <laughs> the pitch coming. McCarroll drills one, and it's there down into the right field corner for next to base knock. Tim heads for second. Callison up with the ball, and McCarver has a leadoff double here in the seventh inning. And that's his first hit of the night. Tim needed that one to keep the batting average up. He was batting 305 at the start of the night. Jack, just excuse me, but this is, uh, I was being a little facetious. This is from a lieutenant commander who's coming home from Vietnam on the 20th. Ah, now what are you going to do? Well, now I feel a little more sorry about it, but I still don't have $120. <laughs> the batter is Gagliano with a runner at second. The pitch. Strike call. Phil has had a good night. Then on base twice, hit by a pitch, and he hung in the ballgame. They wanted to take him out, but he stayed in. He later singled and popped out. He has one out of two. Runner at second, nobody out. Trying to drive in his Memphis buddy. There's a long fly ball to the left. Near the track, back near the wall. Gonzalez, and he's got it. McCarver tags up at second, but cannot advance. Gagliano made a bid for his third home run of the year and was about three feet shy. He sent Gonzalez into the very corner of the ballpark, back in the track. He could have gone about one more step. He made the catch for the first out. The hitter is out of here. At the end of seven innings, the Cubs lead Houston 4-3. That's the score by which Atlanta defeated the Mets 4-3. Giants just starting in Los Angeles, and Cincinnati won over Pittsburgh 15 to 7. That's what's happening elsewhere in the National League. American League, Minnesota lost. The Red Sox won and moved into a first place tie. The Tigers won. They're only one game up. Fly ball to center by Javier. Briggs is there. McCarver will not advance. There's the catch, and Tim back to second with two outs. So the leadoff double may be wasted. It's up to Maxville, who already has contributed with two out of three. Maxie has two RBIs tonight. Gibson has one, Flood one, Maris one, and another scored while a double play was being reeled off by the Gleason. Maxville has doubled, single, and fly to right. First ball is low again. The Angels are batting in the ninth of the second game, treading the Yankees two to one. The Angels won the first game in extra innings, 2-1. to one. So if it stays like that, the Yanks and Angels will split. The Angels will pick up a half game. Maxville takes the curve over the low. Gene Oliver, after batting for Dalrymple, has taken over behind the plate. 
Grant Jackson, a left-hander, starts to warm up in the Philadelphia bullpen. And Mike Torres continues to warm up for the Cardinals. Two balls, no strikes. Ball three. So Larry Jaster may get a chance to hit with men on base. Three and all to Maxville. Wonder if he'll be hitting. You doubt it. Jaster's a pretty good hitter. He was playing and he grounds at the third. Taylor has it. Throws him out and the inning is over. I don't know if Maxwell ever swung on 3-0 and before, but they gave him the green light that time. And he grounded his third. So the leadoff double by McCarver is wasted in the seventh. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. The Cardinals have left eight. Seven full innings have been played, and the Cardinals lead Philadelphia 6 to nothing. You know, any little leaguer can tell you the difference between a slider and a curve. The language of baseball isn't any mystery to even the youngest Cardinal fan. But the language of tires. Now, there's a mystery even adults can't unravel. All that gibberish about cords and triple-ply ratings? Well, that's why B.F. Goodrich came up with a tire value calculator. It translates all that confusing tire talk into seven simple questions. It asks you how much driving you do and on what kind of road. It asks you how you drive and how long you plan to keep your car. Then it recommends a tough BFG tire to match your type of driving. The BFG tire value calculator saves both time and talk. But best of all, it can actually save you money because it never recommends more tire than you need. You'll find the tire value calculator only at your BF Goodrich dealer. So stop by the BF Goodrich dealer or store nearest you and put a stop to mysterious tire talk. We go into the top of the eighth. The Cardinals are still out in front, six to nothing. Larry Johnson to the relief of Bob Gibson. Gibby was just great so far tonight. Such a big improvement over his first start when he wasn't bad either. And he'll get another three, uh, two or three, maybe four starts. And he, he might just wind up being the hero of the World Series before it's all over. Here's Bobby Wine, the shortstop. Six to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. Larry Jaster's pitch. Swung on, fly ball, center field, Kurt Flood. He could catch this one blindfolded. One out. You know, I've just opened up a few more letters, and likewise, they're from servicemen. But you know, honestly, uh, we just simply do not have a thing to do with the World Series tickets, and uh, writing to us and especially sending money is, well, I wish you wouldn't, because things can happen to the dough, and we can't. We can't get the tickets for him anyhow. This Billy Cowan, pinch hitter, hits a ground ball. Gagliano's got it over the first in time. Two up, two down. Larry Jasters retired four in a row. The score, six to nothing in favor of the Cardinals, who will make their magic number seven. San Francisco, Los Angeles just getting started. Should the Giants lose, by the way, the magic number then would be seven. With a chance to make it six tomorrow. And then we go on the road for six games. Here's Cookie Rojas. The pitch is low, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Six 
six to nothing in favor of the Redbirds. Good fly to the National League office on hand. Here's the pitch. Fastball a little bit high. Two balls, no strike. The White Sox in danger of losing a doubleheader. Here's the pitch. Strike call. Line the pitch. Strike two call. Three balls, two strikes, two out. Cookie Rojas, the batter. He bounced a sharp walk and single. One out of two. Two men away in the top of the eighth. Cardinals leading six to nothing. The pitch. High pop fly. That will be easy. Orlando in foul territory. He's got it. And the inning is over. One, two, three. Nothing across. We go into the bottom of the eighth. The Cardinals six. The Phillies, nothing. Say, friends, have you seen the new bottle cap that Bush has on handy no-return bottles? It's more fun, and it's called an easy twist cap. Looks just like a regular bottle cap, yet, can, yet you can twist it off with just a turn of your hand. Works either way, with a bottle opener or by hand. It's a new and convenient way to enjoy Bush. Look for the word Easy Twist on the side of the six-pack. Handy bottles with the new Easy Twist cap, now available at no extra cost. One more reason why you can't say beer better than Bush. When you do for beer, Satisfies like no other beer can. Bush delivers all the satisfaction a cold glass of beer can give you. Can't say beer better than Bush. We go on the bottom of the eighth. Glenn Jackson is the new pitcher for the Phillies. Cardinals leading six to nothing. Here's a poem from Hank Brody. Hardly anyone picked the cards to win. They were all afraid like it was a sin. I understand and I know that it's true that Harry Carey picked them one or two. Manager Red, he's the best in the game. They all respect him and he does the same. Their hitting, pitching, and feeling is great. The fans all love them. Just look at the game. They will win the pennant World Series too. If I'm not right, I'll buy the world a brew. Bush. Larry Jaster hitting the first pitch. Ground ball. Oh, Cookie Rojas. Great stop. And throw. He got him. Beautiful play. Cookie Rojas went behind second base. A brilliant play on a ground ball. And took a base hit away from Larry Jaster. One gone. Here's Lou Brock. He's one out of three. Here's the young man. Sends a note up. Says, I'm going to Vietnam tomorrow. Please say goodbye to Marsha for me. <laughs> I don't know Marsha, pal. Here's the pitch. 
swung and he fouled it back. Out of play, strike one. That's what I call a bashful boy. But, Marcia, wherever you are, a boy going to Vietnam wants to say goodbye to you. Lou Brock up there. The pitch he swings and he fouls it back. One away. Nobody on base bottom of the game. Cardinals leading six to nothing. This game, just like the pennant, is just a matter of time. Here's the pitch. High pop foul. Tony Gonzalez coming over. Can't reach it in the bullpen. And Lou Brock will have another try. The Giants didn't score in the first at Los Angeles. The Cubs are leading at Houston 4-3 in the bottom of the eighth. Atlanta edged the Mets 4-3. Cincinnati over the Pirates 15-7. Washington downed Minnesota 5-4. Cleveland beat the White Sox 4-3 in the first game and lead 2-0 at the end of two in the second game. The Yankees split with the Angels. Red Sox beat Kansas City 3-1. Detroit over Baltimore 6-4. Bill Campbell, how are you? Two strikes, no ball. Here's the pitch. Swings and he digs around. Lou, come on. The ball gets away from the catcher, but Brock didn't see it. He's standing at the plate. It rolled about 25 feet behind Oliver. However, he recovered in time to get Brock. Two up, two down, and here is Kurt Fluck. Who do you want for your start of the game? Harry, you know the rule. Winners take first choice. I know, but I feel beautiful tonight. Where a magic number will be seven, I want to be magnanimous. You have every right to feel beautiful. Who would you like you may have? I think I'd like to talk to Dow about you. You have it. Bill Campbell, one of these Philadelphia broadcasters. A great fellow, by the way. Here's a pitch. Hope we don't flatten out too much. Uh, hope we can clinch it, get a little rest, and then get back into high gear. Here's the pitch in the time. Because that American League team, whichever one it might be, is going to be tough. I'll tell you, Harry, I really thought we were going to come in here in these three games and sting you a little bit. You know how you get a feeling? We just playing pretty well, even without Allen, and we won three in a row. And uh, you know what happened to us just two years back? And to be really honest with you, I thought we were going to come in and maybe hurt you a little bit, but. Uh, you can't hurt a club when they play this well. They're really playing excellent baseball. How about Richie Allen, uh, Bill? Uh, how about how bad off really is he? We were just uh, saying over there, Richie Ashburn and I, that we think the pitchers in your clubhouse must have a fight in the clubhouse to see who's going to pitch against us. You know what it means to play without him, Harry, oh, especially with right. our lineup. He's coming along all right. He's in a contraption, Harry, that you wouldn't believe, from his shoulder to his fingertips. And we're worried about whether or not he'll have good movement in his fingers. Uh, there's a problem about it. What I can't understand, how can a guy making $85,000 a year be driving a Model T Ford? We've got a lot of players like that. We had a guy, a bonus player named Kurt Simmons, and you had once cut his foot off of the lawnmower. <laughs> this flood taking a pitch low. I, you know, you can, it's really not funny, and it's not, nothing to be facetious about, but the thought, of course, occurs is a guy that could be driving Rolls Royce if he wanted it. But he's pushing a Model T flipper around the street, wasn't he? He has a brand new Cadillac, but he fools around with his car. And, uh, you know, Harry, it's the spirit of brotherly love. Don't let somebody else do it. We'll do it. 
<laughs> Three balls, two strikes on blood. Here's the pitch by Grand Jackson. Out of the back. Well, this fellow, this young left-hander, has looked good against us a few times we've seen him, Bill. Jackson. He's going to the instructional league where we'll have a team for the first time this year, and he's got to learn to get the breaking ball over, Harry. He has a lot of trouble with the curveball. Good fastball. Three balls, two strikes a bit. Round ball is short. That'll be easy. Bobby Wine up and throwing. He's out. One, two, three, nothing across. At the end of eight, the Cardinals six, the Phillies nothing. See if you remember this play from the Cardinals' pass. We're coming right down to the wire in the final game of the World Series with the Cards and the Red Sox tied 3-3 three to three in the last of the eight. Edith Slaughter is on at first base and Harry the Hatwalker steps to the plate. Here's the stretch to look towards first. Here comes the pitch. There goes Slaughter. Walker swings. It's a line high. Just over Pepsi's head out of right center field. Slaughter's rounding second. He's headed for third. Collison fields the ball in right center. Here's the relay in the Pepsi. Slaughter on the right side. He's going to tie for home. Here's the throw by Pepsi. Slaughter's five. And he's saved. That unexpected play gave the cards a 46 series. But don't let the unexpected happen while you're driving. Avoid running short of cash with a DX credit card. Good for quality DX products and services. It's honored in all 50 states and Canada and at Ramada Inns everywhere. See your DX dealer about your DX credit card. From Sunray DX, the oil company known by the customers we keep. The Cleveland Indians now lead the White Sox four to nothing. In the bottom of the third at Chicago, the second game of the doubleheader, Cleveland won the first game four to three. Well, the way it stands right now, Minnesota and Boston are tied for first place, identically. Detroit is one game out. The White Sox right now are two and a half out. They lose that second game, they'd be three back and be starting to fall. Here's top of the ninth. Jaster's first pitch swung off. High fly ball. Hit by Tony Taylor into deep right field. Maris in the corner makes the catch. Roger Maris raced in the right field corner. And took care of Taylor's foul ball. One out. The Dodgers didn't score in their first. The Giants at Los Angeles no score at the end of one. The Cardinals about to reduce their magic number to seven. Should the Giants happen to lose, it will be six with one game here tomorrow night and six on the road before we, we return home. Here's Callison, one out of three, the pitch. Thank call. <clears throat> one strike and no ball, one out. Johnny Callison is single in the first, rolled out and slide out. Larry Jasper delivers the pitch. High pop fly, easy out. Maxville getting back. Under the ball, he's got a two away. Callison popped to Maxville. Two men out. And here is Tony Gonzalez, who's raised his average to 344. With two out of three. Orlando Cepeda has fallen into a slump. Two out of 23 now. Here's Jaster's pitch. He had a cut and he missed strike one. Bob Gibson 
pitched a beautiful six in the third innings, allowing five hits and no runs. Stuck out two off one. The delivery, high pop foul out of play. Two strikes and nothing. The Cardinals out in front, six to nothing. Bob Gibson will be scoring his 12th victory of the year. Larry Jaster with the save. Now Larry gets ready. The signal is given. Here's the pitch. And it's high. Two strikes and a ball. Houston batting in the bottom of the eighth. The Cubs lead 4-3. Tony Gonzalez with two out of three. He is second to Roberto Clemente in hitting. Now to wind up the pitch. Grumble, a line drive right back to Jasper. The magic number is seven. Gonzalez lined to Jasper. Oh, that ball was really hit. And Larry caught that ball in self-defense. One, two, three. The St. Louis Cardinals' magic number now is seven. Boy, what a... It's only been about a month, I guess, if not long, when we started right here at home. Starting the countdown at 42. We have gone from 42, and now we're down to seven. And before we wake up in the morning, maybe they'll be down to six. The Giants playing in Los Angeles, no score at the end of one. In the event the Giants loses, the magic number then will be six going into tomorrow night's game. We'll be back for the totals here in a moment. When you have money to save and want to earn a big 5% interest, you should look into a savings certificate at First National Bank in St. Louis. You don't want to let money dribble through your fingers, nor should it lie around while it could bring in a generous 5% annual interest. Now, a First National Savings Certificate is a guaranteed investment. Of course, your money's safe, all yours on maturity, and First National guarantees to pay 5% interest a year to individuals and nonprofit organizations. If you need the money soon, you can get a 5% certificate that matures in just three months. And if you don't want to cash it in then, First National automatically renews your certificate. And a First National Savings Certificate begins to earn 5% the day you buy it. It takes but a few moments to get your certificate of $500 or more maturing in three months or longer, paying you 5% guaranteed annual interest at First National Bank in St. Louis, downtown. 